Welcome to Saturday Morning Coffee on the I-80 Club. I'm Jack Mitchell along with Josh Peterson. This is what we do on Saturday mornings. And this is fun right now. This is going to be unbelievably fun in four weeks when we are doing this before an actual day of college football. Uh, that's what we're going to have going on. We're going to have a slate of games in front of us. We're all going to be psyched up. We're all going to be on our third or fourth cup of coffee at that point. Josh will have gone for a 37-mile run, so his adrenaline will be flowing. And this only is only 18, only 18 in four weeks. 18. What was this morning? 20. Jeez, you're such a beast. I'm a psycho. Did it suck? Just no, tell me, man. Just tell me it's weather in months. Just tell best me it sucked months. once, so I feel better. No. Like, hey, hey, it'll suck next week when it's going to be like 80, 80 degrees at 7 a.m. on Thursday. What do you that'll be pretty bad? What did you listen to today? Uh, podcasts. That's like, all I listen to. So like, I listen like, to the rewatchables for uh, There Will Be Blood. I rewatched that movie yesterday on my day off. That was nice. I listened to a, uh, a interview kind of draft concept thing with Quentin Tarantino and another guy. And then what did I listen to? Uh, Rosillo. A couple okay. other things. I don't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, I was out for like three hours. But luckily I listened on double speed. So I got like six hours worth of content today. So that was nice. I've never Lovely listened to a, I have never listened to a podcast on double speed. I've never done it in my life. I don't think I ever will. I have no plan to ever do that. You in should my try life. it out, man. I don't I, want to. I feel so much more efficient. I don't want. I don't. I've never had that desire. I don't. Uh, if I like a podcast, I want it to keep going. I don't want it to end. That's the thing. Yeah, but if you. But then you can listen to. You can listen to more stuff though. Think about yeah. Pope says it in the chat. Start at one point two five. That's what I did. My my financial advisor, who is a Patreon subscriber, by the way, you can Ooh. do so today. Patreon.com slash i eighty club. He got me on to. He was like, look, try out a, a time and a half. See what you think a time and a half, and then go from there. And so I started with time and a half. I used the Overcast Overcast podcast app, which our stuff is available on, by the way. Is it? And I also I, don't I have fell that. In love with it, and I and I want. I will never. I will never go back. I will never go back. I also don't have that. I go Sad. through. I mean, I go through. Are you Apple, Apple podcast boy? Apple or Spotify? I, I, because I, some of the ones I listen to are Spotify only. Uh, yeah, 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 but the but then the problem with Spotify is we have one account for our whole family. Oh, gross. Do, uh, do you and your partner share a Spotify account, or do you guys each have your yeah, own? Yeah, but we have the family one, so we can See, have our own names I, on them. I, I need to. We need to do that. We need to shell out the It's only like a money. dollar or two more, isn't it? Is it? Is it that much more money than the regular? I don't know. I need to do it because the the funny thing is, so often I think I'm listening, and we have the I believe the four most diverse music tastes in like like you could ever put together. Between me, my son, my daughter, and my wife, and and my what, wife. My wife. <laughs> By the way, when I married I'm Caleb, not stop. No, no. When I married, I did Caleb's wedding. Caleb isn't in here today, but I did his wedding, and he said he was going to do this, and he actually did. I presented them as husband and wife, and they kissed. And he turned around into the crowd. He goes, "My wife." <laughs> he, he did that. He did that. Uh, Pla- Platinum Toaster says five bucks more. We just switched, and it was completely worth it. All right, I'm going to look into that because, like, there's nothing like getting in the car and you turn, you think you're going to play something and someone else in your household is listening to something. And if it's my daughter, that means it's songs from High School Musical, the musical, the TV series. If it's Gross. my if it's my son, it is explicit hip-hop music, although he's starting to move out of that phase. And if it's my wife, it's, like, 1970s country female artists 
always and so so you're a year of your year end in review thing is just all out of whack it's it hilarious like, Here, here's what here's what you listen to no, nothing consistent the spotify wrapped some of the things you'll see consecutively on it are the most hilarious yeah. the most hilarious combos ever we we have got to be absolutely murdering their algorithms <laughs> they're so confused <laughs> who are these people yeah who are these people absolutely um, yeah, for, so for those of you who are new, welcome to the I-80 Club. Just real quick description uh, what we are because it, it's kind of a different thing than any like media entity, somewhat. But it's also sort of just a combination of uh, radio, TV. Uh, I need to have a better sh- sh- uh, spiel for this, Josh. It's a combination of radio, TV, and, and also like a club, like a, like a community sort of um yeah a, a radio tv a, and, and kind of a sports bar i don't like to say country club because that's got weird connotations but that's kind of what it is too where where uh you know we're going to do shows but we also want to interact a ton want to get to know people i actually put a thread up for uh in our general in the in the patreon area for guests and or excuse me for members and vips where i just ask people to introduce themselves and like tell us a little bit about what they do who they are whatever they feel comfortable sharing with like I, I plan on knowing everybody here by name pretty extensively as we get into the season, and what we're gonna do, I put out a, I put out with Josh, we put out a full schedule for the rest of the off season. Uh, we're gonna do these every Saturday morning. I think we'll usually we'll start nine thirty nine forty five. It might vary a touch based on our own schedules, but yeah, you guys are always free to come in here too. And if you're, uh, if you're, um, uh, if you're a, v, uh, a VIP, you can. You can chat. You can talk amongst yourselves uh, if you want to. So there's that. But we'll do every Saturday for free. So invite your friends. Come in. See if you like it. See if you don't. And then Be Kind Husker Rewind. We've got one sort of – we're going to get one in every week. It's just going to be at a little bit of a different time here. Uh, and so we're not turning on any of the premium stuff until probably like the Saturday of the game itself, I think, is when we'll we'll do that, our first Saturday morning coffee before Northwestern. Yes? Yeah, and and so if you're listening to, I guess if you're listening to this on the podcast later, you, you can't vote anymore. But we we are putting up poll questions as well for Be Kind Husker Rewind for what games you'd like to see us do. Right now, we're we're going to record on on Sunday, July the thirty first, and in the lead is the nineteen ninety five Kansas State game, which is an ass whooping. So uh, we got that I'm one going on that. there. And I, yeah, we put so we'll put out poll questions. So feel feel free to vote in uh, in what you would like to see us do. By the way, hundred percent, I'm not taking that eighty-eight Oklahoma Oklahoma State double feature off the poll until it wins. And I, and like if we have to, if we have to go into twenty twenty-three, where I keep putting that one on, so be it. I'm going to keep putting that. Well, that'd one be on. nice because that's one of the, that's the era of Husker football that I just like. It's kind of my dead zone. I just don't yeah. really know a whole. I mean, I know like the records. I know that they win. You know what? A conference title or two in the late eighties. But I don't know like individual moments of games. It's yeah. kind of like. 1984 Orange Bowl until like 92, and everything in between there, I just don't know. How close is the vote right now? Are we ready to call it? Is it that far for 95? No, no. The last I saw was pretty close. Okay. What and uh, what we had the? I think I put the Alamo Bowl against Northwestern on there as well, and uh, yeah, there's some more modern. I don't know what. Look at it. We'll announce it this afternoon, and then we're going to record tomorrow. It's kind of a weird time, but we're going to record tomorrow at one in the afternoon. Uh, So if you want to watch it live, you can. If you're a uh, if you're a member of VIP, you can watch the video after the fact, and we'll put the audio out if you... We had one guy tell us he listened to the audio without video all the time. <laughs> so, if that's your thing, that works too. I don't know I don't know how annoying that would be not to see what we're talking about, but yeah. You well, do it's you. just great, because all you do is the whole time, hey, that's number 12. What's his name again? What's his name again? What's his name? The worst. And then it's like three plays later, because we've been doing the hurry-up games, and yeah. these things are moving so fast Woo! right now. 
All right, Josh, what was the top topic on your show this week? Unsportsmanlike Conduct, 1620 Zone. It's Josh's day job. He hosts from 2 to 6. It's my sister. It's a sister station of the station that I work for. What was, what was number one? What's the biggest topic of the week for you and John? Oh, come on, man. There's only there's one topic and one topic alone. Stop Frost. How did, how was his opening press conference? In all seriousness, like, did, did I think he did a good job? No. Um, I, I thought that... I don't know. I, I thought that maybe he'd try to put a, a new foot forward. Like, hey, it's a new era of Nebraska football. Maybe that's on me. Maybe I should have changed my expectations. The thing that I was surprised that took off was what Chattel hit on at the very beginning of his column, and that was, like, no opening statement. And how that kind of turned into the thing that people focused on, where I thought it was just, like, everything, kind of, you know, the, the whole press conference. But that, I mean, that was that was the... That was the biggest story by far. And it was another reminder, and I can't remember if I've said it on here. I think I have. I've had a theory for a few weeks, maybe a few months, that this season is going to be pretty miserable for all parties involved, players, coaches, media members, and fans, just because it's so toxic right now. And, man, did I leave, the, what was that, Tuesday? And I was off uh, I was off Thursday and Friday, so I didn't do the shows then. But I left that Wednesday show, the Tuesday show, thinking, my God, I was right, and I might be even more correct than I thought I was. Because it was, it was rough. It was rough following a Tuesday media day press conference. And so if that's how it was for that, Jack, what's going to happen if they lose to Northwestern? What's going to happen? Josh, it is July. July. It is July. And we are in like late October hand-wringing topics right now at this point. Yes. Yes. What you said Based on the very small sample, the beginning of the year looks accurate. So far, I agree with that. Okay, I want to ask you uh, your opinion. So, did Chattel did Chattel like contradict himself with the way he described it? What happened in two different places? Did you, you talking uh, about like the first column yeah. or like the first little like kind of snap judgment thing? I had a bunch of people who were like sending sending that screenshot where it was you know kind of acted like this the CEO or whatever whatever it is, yeah. and then and then the article. Which talked about the awkwardness of the non-opening statement. Did you get? Did you hear people who thought that? I'm curious oh, yeah. what you guys thought in the chat too. And how do you? What? How does that play into all this? Yeah, I I did now, and and I tried to confirm this, and I guess I I should have reread the the little like because it, it was like a blog basically. The first thing that he wrote was one of those like Tom's takes, you know, quick quick bullet points. And I I don't know for sure if that was in reaction to the main podium, which that was what the the his actual column was about, and that's where he didn't have an opening statement. That's in front of like national people. That's in front of the cameras. It's live. It was at what 10 a.m. So it was his snap judgments about that, or was his snap judgments about the stuff before that? Because before the main podium, he met basically with like local writers. If you are a national person, you want to wander over. That's fine. But that was an early one. That was at like 9 o'clock. I don't know for sure. And so people, you know, went over and watched him. So I, I haven't been able to totally confirm, you know, was Tom writing about that or was that was did he literally have two different opinions on the same event? Now I would say this because I, I told this to somebody earlier in the week. Tom, after the after Frank Solch's last game. The day his, like, game column from the 2003 Colorado game, he says, like, he can't fire him. And then they fire him, and he says Nebraska made the right decision in firing. So, I mean, and he's owned up to that before. He's, he's, he's explained why, you know, why he felt that way and why he kind of switched and flip-flopped so quickly. So maybe this was something like that. I guess I just, well, again, I haven't been able to confirm that the first little snap judgment thing was about 
the well, main all that, podium or the side podium. All that did was get the the perceived inconsistency, and and maybe he would challenge that it was inconsistent. But all that did was give people and kind of an in, yeah. give people kind of an in to do the whole, uh, okay, you know, roll their eyes at the media at this point. Which the, okay, let me let me try and do this as concise as I can. I did a twenty minute rant okay. on my show earlier this week. Maybe some of you. Some of you heard it at this point, okay? Um, I don't believe. I know there's this perception that the 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 media is always going to stand up for each other, no matter what, in these supposed disputes about whether or not something was fair, reported, or consistent, uh, well or not. Um, first of all, I, well, number one, and Josh, you said something like this. I think when I don't know when it was, um, but like you're not a a beat reporter you you're uh you're a talk show host you're more of an entertainer yeah. like if we don't if, if beat reporters aren't getting access or something like that's not a huge impact on either of us really we're no, not it doesn't it doesn't change we my just life. we don't talk directly for the most part i mean i, I have yeah, but i don't talk to the coach we don't talk to the coaches so what the coaches how they're treating those people whatever that 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 as a media person that doesn't bother me and 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 I'm even a little bit of a different, you know, I I treat my job so much as my media personality as just being a fan that 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 certainly doesn't bother me. The other thing is I also agree that there are stupid articles, there are stupid questions, they exist, okay? There are inconsistencies, there are times that stuff feels clickbaity, all of that. I agree that all of that does exist. I think sometimes it's exaggerated. Uh, I think the the sort of motives behind those things are definitely exaggerated and looked on wrongly by by the public in a lot of cases just because I've I've experienced that myself but all of that aside all of that aside even when the the article is stupid the question is stupid the tour guide is being stupid the professor is being stupid I I I am afraid I get that it personally bugs you Okay, if you're Garrett Nelson, I get that it personally bugs you. I get because I'm no one to talk about not not talking about people who I think have slighted me. I'm the worst person to lecture anyone on that, right? Um, I, uh, <laughs> I I really am. But I also think in this case, boy, if that is where you are drawing your motivation from right now in July, you are in a bad bad position. I think that is the worst possible place to be drawing motivation from um all you know all those perceived slights or 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 you know i can't even remember what the player was i don't even want to call him out but he's retweeting the article and uh oh, that, jamari butler yeah re re retweeting <clears throat> the article and it's obviously to, to some degree and i get it you want to you want to you want to defend your coach you want to do those sorts of things but man if 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 i had my druthers there would be someone at the top who would say guys it's time to forget this, the the sort of uh, these the sort of personal affronts that we've got, maybe rightfully so, but these personal affronts that we've got to being slighted by fans or media or whatever it is, and focus on the task at hand. And it's pretty clear from whether it was Nelson, whether it was Frost, whether it was some of the the things on Twitter, that's not being said at all, right? I mean, that's well, in, anything, in fact, I mean, it's going opinion. the other way. I was going to say, might it be emphasized by the head coach, you know, and I'm not, I don't, I don't know for sure. I'm not going to say that, but just given how he's acted over the years, it wouldn't surprise me if that's part of the conversation inside of the walls. I, 
You know, I, I'm with you. It's funny. I, I talked to a couple people, you know, some of them like real recent college graduates and then others, you know, a little bit younger than me and then people my age. And one of the things that I was kind of reminded of in having these conversations was like, just because you work at the University of Nebraska does not mean you are a fan. And there are a lot of professors and you can find them at like literally every university in the country that are not sports fans and they don't understand the culture of sports. And so like, was the teacher, was the professor who had Adrian in his class like a jackass? Probably, you know, um, but there are a lot of like university professors that actively dislike what athletics stands for and the kind of hold that it has on people. So like, I, in a way, I don't wanna even look at the professor and be like, oh, it's kind of like the media being negative. Like some professors just actively dislike sports and that might play a part of it. I couldn't believe, like, the, the thing about the stadium, like, the tour guide, that was pretty, I don't know, man. That was pretty light to say, <laughs> yeah, if they were better, it'd be a lot more fun if they were better. Like, one hundred. Yeah. By the way, it's That's true. true. <laughs> it's yeah. true. <laughs> We'd all agree with that, that the place would be more fun. So, like, I get the, the, the professor part. That's, I mean, I've seen people calling for, we got to fire this guy. It's like, come on. Dox man. him. Dox the professor. Yeah. Dox so, him. Yeah, I, I just... I don't, but, I don't know. Way, it, it, tells, it just makes me worry about the kind of headspace of, of really the team. But let me, I mean, I, I, what kind of a tone, who, if the professor did do that, what, what kind of tone deaf weirdo are you? I, I, and I agree. You know he's in your class. Like, you know I, that Adrian Martinez is in there. If that's how it went down, that, I mean, that is, a stu it's just a jerky move. And so I agree with it at yeah. that point, but I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear. I know. There's I no reason to talk about I that I don't stuff. want that brought up at Pig 10 Media Day. Josh. Do you know what I want? I want a you want us to all hate Wisconsin together. No, no, no. I do, but that's oh. not what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. This is what I'm going to say, and this is if I had my druthers, I, I, I would have this for the rest of the fall. I don't want to hear from players and especially coaches that always seem like that day is the worst day of their life. Anytime you're seeing them. It feels like that's the worst worst day of their life. It happens far too often. And it doesn't mean that there aren't difficulties. And I don't understand all of the difficulties that go through that. And you're not personally impacted by the slights that you might get or the things that people say to you. Goodness knows, I think we understand that that, that does impact you. Um, sometimes over impact you. But mm -hmm. at what point can we just say, okay, you know what? This is all noise in the background. We do not need to let everyone know how miserable we are right now. Right? That is, it's just, it's mind-numbing to me that that so often, or at least so far, and it's a small sample. And and by the way, I hope this is a blip. And I hope in two weeks, I hope in- It won't be. I hope after one win, I hope after one win, this is all done. I think uh, Jordan said something like that before. I, I agree. Um, I, I think it goes away. But what is the deal with the need to to let let people know how miserable you are? I mean, doesn't that just fit in with, you know, the culture that we live in today where we can hop on the Internet? And, God, I sound like such an old guy. But you can hop on the internet, you complain about whatever you want, you know, whether it's personal or things that you can't control. Like, I think that that, I think that maybe 
I don't know. I feel like we're more open to sharing, you know, personal thoughts or maybe even being vindictive compared to past generations. I know I, I feel like I'm pretty open for the most part about a lot of things that are going on in my life. So I wonder if that's just a part of it. It's just kind of a part of the culture. And, you know, all, all athletes, you watch, you know, you watch the Jordan documentary. Athletes really try to find those slights. They really try to find those reasons for motivation. They, they, I mean, and, and sometimes just saying it out loud can help you out down or i guess they have the idea that it can help them out down the road so sometimes i just wonder how much of it's that but I, like I, if i talk about it, this is my this is the way i am motivating myself this is the way that we are motivating ourselves right uh, and, and i get that and i get that but man and and it gets to what you thought i was going to say and it's going to be a whole lot more pr- productive to do that externally i i would have rather i would have rather garrett nelson got up there and said hey you know what guys Northwestern hasn't been called for holding for 15 years, and they're probably not going to get called for holding in the game against them. I don't care. I'm still getting to the quarterback. I'm still getting to that South Carolina transfer guy. I would rather he threw out the red meat bulletin board material than, than that, to be honest. But Yeah, but see, I, I wonder how much, like, you, you, your complaints about, you know, where Husker football is at and kind of the culture that surrounds it. I don't think that you are alone. I, I, I think that you're in the minority, though. And so I wonder how much of that is, like, every time this comes up, the same kind of people, you, me, John, others, will complain and be like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And yet, I know that they're getting a lot of support. I mean, I mentioned it. There are people not kidding, saying that the professor should be fired. Like, how much of it is, like... I, it, it, it doesn't feel to them maybe that they're like splitting up the fan base into factions because they have a lot of people that support them when they say those maybe, types of things. Um, that's true. There are there are some. I think, look, man, I think their coach is like that. I think that Frost is like that. I don't you know. Speaking of Tom, speaking of Tom Chattel, I, and I, I would love to hear this audio, but sadly it, it disappeared a long, long time ago. But Scott Frost filled in with Severe, Michael Severe, really early on in Michael's time with the zone. It's like 04. Michael, Michael, it's like Michael's first, second week on the job. He has no idea the, the history that Frost has with anybody. Tom Chattel's a guest that day. Frost goes after Tom Chattel on the radio. And, and Michael's sitting there like, what in the world? What is this What's happening? Because he didn't know. And so I would circle all this back to just say... How much of this is the, you know, it's the head coach. It's the culture that they have cultivated for better and for worse. I know you don't like it, but I just think like, so that's why when I hear you say like, oh, like, I don't think winning will take care of anything. Like if they start winning, that they will start pointing more fingers and say, say, hey, you were wrong and you were wrong. You know, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that, that things are going to get nicer Maybe. just if they, you know, go eight and four. Maybe you're right. Uh, and then just from a visceral fan level. I'm excited about the football season. I enjoy this is recreation for me. And this isn't so much I mean this is about the message coming from up up top. But to to hear and and I went through this with Bo too and just always hearing how difficult it was for them because of the situation they are put in in this state. I don't want to hear that message anymore. That turns me off unbelievably. It turns me off so much as a fan. On the open, I mean, what could be, what could be that bad at, at at Big Ten Media Days in July? To, I mean, listen, I get it. He's disappointing. He's not playing calling plays anymore. I get it. <laughs> but but he even said it. I'm sad. I'm sad yeah. about that. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but it just seems like. 
That is at the forefront of so many of the thoughts. The slights, the sadness, the disappointment that they are where they are. All of that. And it makes me concerned about the season, Josh. I don't think that's a way to go. Because I think that plays into the problems that we've seen. Once a little thing goes wrong, once Iowa blocks that punt, right? Once Wisconsin takes that kickback, whatever happens, if your motivation is based on proving the haters internally wrong and by internally I mean the 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 fans or that are that are naysayers or the media or anything yeah. else the first thing your mind is going to go to in those situations is here we go again what are they going to say here we go again you know they're going to they're going to blast us unfairly for this again if it's about if it is about unfairness to you okay and we've talked about John, John's done a really good job on your show talking about this, about knowing how to win and how so many of these situations came up. And in the crunch time, Nebraska just didn't look like they quite knew what to do, right? For for once something went wrong that didn't have to be fatal. To me, that's what that looks like. That isn't a a, a confidence in yourself or a desire to, to that, a a, a knowledge, a, a desire to put it to the other team. That's getting in your own head. I mean, it's getting in your own head. And this is all, to me, this is all driving that. And the more that you come out and say, I'm not, you know, the, the media is, I don't want to serve the media because they're they're not serving the program. I don't, there are too many fans out there who are fans or professors or tour guides who are who are naysayers now. And, and we hear it all the time. It just feeds into that. And I'm afraid, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm afraid that is going to lead to another season where you've you've got a mental situation when something goes wrong and it's not about resiliency it's about thinking thinking about victimization essentially yeah. um I'll, it, I'll be i'll be a positive boy uh which is kind of rare for me lately with nebraska football but the the one thing that i wonder about like if i'm looking for silver linings of everything is so many new faces so many new coaches so many new players like does the stink of previous years and maybe some of that yep. attitude maybe it's not I mean, like, for example, Adrian Martinez, in my opinion, Adrian was best as a freshman. Um, I think that he peaked as a, and I forget about what that means long-term, but I think he peaked as a freshman. Maybe there could be something to be said for these new guys, whether it's one of the new quarterbacks, it's a good point. whether it's the defensive linemen, whether it's the play calling. I mean, if Whipple's, you know, really, you know, taking over the reins, which it sounds like he is. Like, if all of that, if all of those guys don't have that and they can, you know, Maybe, maybe they go down. You know, we were watching the Michigan game last week on Beacon Has Rewind. They go down by a couple scores in that game, and you and I are thinking, man, if this is today, yeah. well, this game's over. Right. And obviously it's not. We know that they come back and win. And so that's what I want to know. I remember last year at this time, I probably said something along the lines of, I want to see what happens when they get kicked in the mouth because I want to see if they can respond to it. And they did get kicked in the mouth against Illinois. They didn't respond to it. They got kicked in the teeth. Versus, you know, Michigan. They didn't respond. And so, like, all of the time that that happened, they were never able to overcome it. I wonder if the same thing happens this year. If they go down 10-0, 14-7 against Northwestern, something like that, four weeks from today, what what happens in that moment? I mean, like, I know that's not what you want to see. Like, you're not like, yeah, cool, I hope that they fall down by 10 points right away. But if, if this is, is supposedly a new team, like, that's how they would show it. Trail a team, come back get a victory because i mean you look at the other games 
They, what they I don't think they ever trailed versus Fordham. They didn't trail versus Buffalo. They didn't trail versus Northwestern. It's like all three of the wins last year, they were they were out in front. And and so, like, what happens if they go down by a score? What happens if yeah. they go down by even a field goal early? What, what happens, and maybe this is the best one, what happens if something dumb results in them not scoring or Northwestern scoring? Like, right. I, you know what I'm talking about, a special teams gaffe, a turnover, something like that. Mm-hmm. If, if they're different, that's when it will show itself. You make a great point, and that is the biggest reason why my doom and gloom about motivation may not hold as true. Because take out the linebacking core, take out offensive line and maybe tight ends. If you take out that three, you take the rest of the team, all the skill positions on offense, all the other ones, defensive line, secondary. Josh, there's a decent chance that every single one of those groups' most productive players, leaders, is a transfer that wasn't here last year, right? You, yeah, definitely. You, you could have leading passer, leading rusher, leading receiver, leading yep. sacker, leading interceptions guy, leading tackles guy. Probably won't be all of those, but it could yeah. be. It wouldn't be. That was not- all the ones on offense. The one, I mean, definitely a leading passer. If, if not, that means Logan Smothers is probably winning the job and he's going to have a really good year. I agree with you on leading rusher, though, you know, Ramir Johnson's going to have something to say about that. I definitely agree with you about leading receiver. Um, and le- I mean, unless Vokalek really has, like, a great season that I'm not seeing where he's the guy who leads the way. Most sacks, you would hope so. That's why you brought in O'Shawn Mathis. So, I, I, le- well, I think you named five, six things. You had most interceptions and most tackles. I think four of those six will be new players. Mm-hmm. So, now, that can also be a debt to the detriment of the team. Again, like, I, I was viewing it from a positive perspective a couple moments ago. But I, I am concerned that, like, they're bringing in – it was 15 ju- or fifteen transfer portal guys. You add in the JUCOs, and I think the numbers are, like, 18, basically. Total guys who have played major or semi-major college football, if you will, who are now on the team. And you probably need, like, 10 to, to 12 of those guys right. to, to be, like, regular starters and contributors. Like, that's – it's just a lot of players. Right. It's a lot of, like, the, the personalities meshing um, and, and – like just to kind of prepare people for a take that I feel like is going to be on the horizon. And I'm going to say not for me, but given that Nebraska got a few of those players specifically and name image likeness and paying them was, you know, like a big part of the discussion. I'm just really worried that if something goes wrong, it's going to turn into like all their mercenaries, all they care about is money. They already got paid. And, and so just kind of, again, anticipating the way that things can kind of work around here, I'm a little worried about that, especially given, I mean, O'Shawn's numbers were, you know, talked about a ton. And Casey Thompson's were talked about a little bit too. So I, I'm a little worried about that kind of popping up at some and point. And you know what I didn't even mention? Specialists, special teams, new guys too. Oh, yeah, too. the kicker and the punter. I mean, they're going to be, you know, transfer guys. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I mean, the contri- I'm going to have to print off a dang roster, Josh. That first mm-hmm. game in Ireland, I'm not going to know any of the numbers. I'm going to be it's very... It's going to be kind of screwy one. Who's that? Who's number 48? <laughs> is, is that Ola Daganduro out there? <laughs> uh, yeah, Jordan says the majority of the new guys need to be hits. They can't just be guys, and there can absolutely be no misses. And, yeah, that's a callback to that's a callback to Unsportsman Iconic. John and I separated a few years ago. Uh, we were looking back all the way to, to Bo's first class in 09. Hits, misses, and guys. Hits were all conference caliber. Guys were starters slash regular contributors. And misses, over the years, that's kind of evolved. But for a while, it was just like, you're on the roster, you never do anything, you get kicked off the team, or you just transfer away before you have any like notable production. Um, 
he's right. Nebraska, I mean, a bunch of guys would be good because you're bringing in these players to start. But man, they need they need some guys to turn into they need players to turn into all conference caliber dudes. They yeah. really do. Yeah. And and again, above all, one more time, you can't have the mentality of the team from the top down be one of we are victims. I mean, you cannot. You cannot. That is a just. I think any leader would agree. I would. I, I if I'm going into to competition with another entity, I would love them to be worried about internal victimization instead of me, and really being pissed at me and wanting to beat me. It's the best thing I could I could hear as their uh, as their their potential opponent. But it it's there so frequently, and I, you you've you've gotta you have gotta root that out and quit thinking and talking about it or at least acting acting like it come on it's football season you're still here right you got had a successful off season and by the way the things that you're critical of or you're not liking you're feeling victimized by uh, 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 apparently some fans and tour guides and professors and the media those things by and large you should be able and could make giant assets for yourself out of giant assets to the success of this program if you knew how to work, I mean, if you knew how to make this media an asset, i.e., you know, I, 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 maybe some of my print people are going to be pissed at me at said this, but they can be a PR wing for this program if they're used correctly. I think they are at times. I mean, they, look, the, the place is 15 and 29, and, like, that's the funny thing. It's like the Chattel column was critical, but, like, you read a lot of the writing around here, and it, if you didn't, if there was, like, muting of any mention of records... I think you'd be like, oh, wow, that team's probably around 500 or so. Like, you wouldn't know that they're a dumpster fire. Could be a, I, I think it could be a huge asset. And, and you know, we had to talk last week about not having the assistants speak after practice. Whatever. I don't I don't personally care. But as a, P, as a person who does marketing and PR as part of my job, I'm like, man, I don't know. I'd be getting them out for some messaging that are going to turn into stories that are going to be beneficial to us. Yeah. I, would, I, I would play the... Play the PR game like everyone does, instead of tr- instead of trying to in try- instead of trying to settle some kind of score that's out there. And it's the same with the fan. And the fan base makes makes me way more than the mad more than the media one. And there hasn't been a lot of that. And I'm taking Nelson's things as you know isolated. I hope there's not more of it. But but I, I found a tweet that I wrote last year, Josh, and it was when they were worried about the sellout streak. And I can't even remember what game this was. And they rolled out the red carpet experience. And the fan base came through. They donated a crap load of money to make that red carpet experience happen. They bought up the tickets. They all went there and loud. And I remember I said at that tweet, this should forever close the book on any kind of us against the world where the world is the fan base. Okay? Ever. Because the, the tour guide, the professor, whatever, those are, those are out there. Those are out there in every fan base. But they're frankly exceptional. They're incredibly exceptional. And the fan base is nothing but a boon to this program. And so I hope that's the closest we get to that whole thing again. I had enough of that with Bo. Absolutely had enough of that with Bo. Biggest thing that frustrated me with Bo, and I hate that I'm getting echoes of it again every once in a while from the messaging from the team. Do you feel like you're not being cynical enough? Because it sounds like you're not being cynical enough. Tell me what you mean by that. Like, I just think, like, I, I get that you want that, but I don't know if that you're going to get that, you know? know? It's not like other places don't, can't, you know, you think everywhere is like this? I mean, 
I don't know if everywhere is, but Auburn tried to run out their football coach by like lying about him having extramarital affairs and the fan base was kind of behind it. So like, I don't know. I, I think when, when you're at a program that's struggling, you, you probably are mad at a lot of the external forces and given, I mean, you know, the climate today of media versus like the average person. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think that we have had it a little bit more maybe around here over the last decade plus, but I, I, I don't, I'm guessing that there's a lot of college football fans that we could be talking to right now. Like, yeah, I, I hate, I, I feel the exact same way. And it, it kind of has that us versus the world maybe. mentality, but I could be wrong. I maybe. Could be wrong. Well, you, you know, whoever, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 from years from now, I want me personally speaking as a fan, I want to hear and see a coach that is happy to be here. Yeah. That well, is, again, how, that much is, does, that, how much does that come down to just winning? You know, how much would that just, if they got going, you know, if they would have just always been winning. I hope it you know? does. Like, that's the thing. Like, the but You bring up Bo, and not to go, we don't have to go down the Bo era too much, but, I mean, that was, it was always kind of like that. Even when they were good, it just, there was always kind of this separation between maybe him and the fan base, or at least some of us, a part of the fan base. You know, I, I always do wonder, like, you know, I hear you or John talk about the old days, and I do wonder sometimes how much of this is just the modern environment where it's kind of hard to maybe have that relationship, you know, like like you felt like you once did, even if you're good or bad, just given how, kind of how closed off everything is. Like, I remember my dad and I were in Lincoln. Probably it would have been before the school year started, and so I think we were just doing some, like, school clothes shopping or whatever. We are probably looking for shoes that we hadn't found in Omaha. And he was like, hey, I think Nebraska's practicing. Do you want to go watch? I was like, sure. We rolled up to Memorial Stadium. This is 2002, because I remember this, because Kurt Dukes is on the roster. We roll into practice. It's like, that is so, yeah. like, it's hard to fathom that today. We did like, that all the time. I'm kind of bored. Yeah, exactly. So, mm -hmm. like, I just, sometimes I wonder how much of this is the modern environment versus how much of this is here locally. And I don't know. I think it's a combination. I don't, I said, Josh, and I don't, no, 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 I don't, I don't. Buy that. You every there every other all these other coaches at Media Days around the country didn't act well, like they were, didn't act like they that's were having the worst day of their life. No, I mean he is, I mean look, he is going into year five and he's on the like obvious hot seat. So I mean that like maybe we didn't talk about that enough that like this dude's worried he's gonna get fired and he has to This isn't the right way This nice. isn't the right way to go forward. No, and agree. listen, I here's the funny thing about this, Josh. Of this some that's talking here, one of us wanted him to stay and argued for that. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. That's me. I feel like I've been the more positive one today. I, I just think the way the, – I wanted him to stay. I, I wanted to, to give him another chance. I thought there were, there were possibilities. I liked the changes. I was excited about it. I just don't know why this – oh, life is so crummy right now with – with the media and with the fan, why are we still doing that? You were given a freaking lifeline. You've got a fan base that that did what no other fan base would last year. No other fan base would do what Nebraska fans do. It is a monster asset. Okay, you've got a pretty light media market. Okay, let's be honest. Enough, enough of how terrible everything is. What kind of leader talks about how terrible everything is, right? I don't, and again, I'm extrapolating from a tiny little part, 
from from a tiny little part. Uh, somebody's dropping off. They probably didn't like what I was saying, but uh, you've got it. You have got to completely purge all of that out of the program. Yeah. All all of that thought, all of that feeling. I hope they do it in fall camp. I hope Trav. Frankly, you know what, Josh? Trev was in that room. And oh, I, he was in that room. I guarantee. I I would be shocked if Trev didn't feel at least a little bit the same way that I did. Oh, that you know that that's the one thing that we have not hit on today because a lot of people are like, ah, I like I like that comment uh, from Pope, and you need some Ted Lasso positivity. Yes, the original positive boy. Um, but what you know, one of the the big things coming out of it was like, this doesn't matter. It's all about wins, and I think for the most part that's true. But you know, I mean, Trev. I think Trev purports himself to be a certain way, and I think he wants his program done a certain way. And so one of my questions for Unsportsmanlike Conduct next week is going to be, you know, we, we all say, like, this doesn't matter to us and this doesn't matter to the media, but does does that type of attitude matter to Trev? And if the answer is yes, yes. then and I, I think it does, for the record. I think it does. I've, ta- I've talked to Trev probably four or five times since he's been hired. Um, not that we've talked nice. about this topic, but, yeah, not to brag. Yeah. But... Not shoot him a text. See if it mattered. I pro- he'd probably come on with it, this with us. Um, but Whoa. but I would be just from what I know of him, I would be shocked if he wasn't being very cognizant of being smart with TR. I, I really yeah, wouldn't. Me too. Yeah, you yeah. wonder about you wonder about their relationship. You know, like you you. Li- it's so interesting to me, man. You listen to Trev talk, and he'll he'll talk about the the way like it was Frost's idea to to give up the play calling. You, t- you hear him say that. Hey, it's Frost's idea to change coaching staff. It was Frost's idea to do this. And then you hear Frost, and it doesn't sound that way. You yeah. know, he's asked about Whipple taking over the offense, right. and he kind of pushes it's... back. And so they're they're talking past each other right now. Yeah. And so I think, like, again, I, I, I try as someone, I mean, in my role, but I would, I would recommend this to anyone out there who's a fan, I recommend to, like, listen to how they talk. And does it, and the question that I would ask myself, and you can ask yourself is, does it sound like they're on the same page? Because I don't think that they are. I can't again, imagine. I, I can't imagine yeah. Trev was happy on Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah, Dan says Trev strikes me as a big messaging guy. Bingo. Yeah. Jordan says not to bring up metrics, but is the image Frost projects when he talks to the media, i.e. media days, part of that? I think it is. Yes, Trev just talked about it. You know, it's <laughs> not just wins and losses. And so, look, if it's not wins and did, losses, what else would it be? Did, did Jordan and, and just I, crack the code of the entire offseason? What What are the metrics? Did An you, opening statement at me. By the way, Platinum Toaster asked the question, does he really want to be here, or is he going through the motions because he's so sad about not calling the offense? The, I hope that's not true. I don't necessarily think it is. But so far, two days into the season, that's what it feels like, which sucks. It sucks yeah. being excited about this season. God, our comments are good. Yeah. Holy crap! This don't is, you do you wish in this, hindsight that you would have listened to me last year when I said that they should fire him? Do you wish you would have come over to the to the correct side of the argument? Because you wouldn't be having these discussions today. You'd be like, "Oh man, Matt Campbell, I'm so excited." No, no, you would not be saying Matt Campbell. Uh, I don't know about that, man. Okay, let, we'll let's let, for the last uh, fifteen minutes or so we have. Let's yeah, 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 let, yeah, let's yeah. try yeah. a different thought experiment that isn't me. You know going off on this but by the way you co- i love the comments on here um does trev actually want to fire frost that's what it seems like to me to be honest he should have been fired december 2020 says jordan okay beyond all that let's do a let's do a game out sort of a thought experiment josh because you brought this up a couple of times the commenters have brought this up a couple of times winning will winning fix everything what will and you push back on that a little bit 
But let's just play this game, okay? You, you, let's not talk about the scenario. You lose to Northwestern. Oh boy. Wheels are falling off, right? I mean, right? It, it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be that scenario you talked about, okay? Yeah. Um, just in terms of reaction, and it doesn't mean that they can't turn things around at that point, but it's gonna be hard because of how toxic everything's gonna be, right? All right. So let's forget that one. You beat okay. Northwestern. You beat yeah. Northwestern. You cover the twelve and a half against okay. Northwestern. Let's say, okay. Which, by, by the way, that's what the line was when I checked it today. Twelve and a half. Um, you, uh, more likely than not, you've got the next two wins. Okay. You so yeah. you, you are. I don't mean no. I don't mean to give bulletin board material to North Dakota or anything like that. But you no, are. I heard all that. I'm a club. You are. You are three and zero, going into an eleven a.m. game with Oklahoma that some are going to say is winnable. I think maybe rightfully so. I don't know. A winnable game. Winnable game. Winnable game. <laughs> Carnival marker. Winnable game. Um, <laughs> how different? How will that week feel? Going Oklahoma. To, will will it feel after? Before. Let's say before, and and then we can talk about after. But let's say before, if if Nebraska is three and zero, will that week have even existed? In the Scott Frost era? No. No. The first thing you asked that, the first thing that I thought of was it would feel like the first big game week we've had around here in quite some time. Where, um, like, even Colorado in 2019 didn't feel that way because, myself included, I think a lot of people thought they were going to smoke the buffs on the road in Boulder. Um, So this would feel like, it'd be like an opportunity. An opportunity that they haven't had in 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 a few years, and and look, a lot of the times at the end of the Bo era, the end of the Riley era, like they they never really were able to get over it. The last big game week that I can remember where they won was Oregon in 2016. So we're going back six years. Um, I I, I don't think three and would change anybody's broad opinions on the program. I think those that are in the Fire Frost camp are still there. Those in the Pro Frost camp are still there. Like that's not changing that middle group. I kind of wonder where, where they kind of shift. But it, it it does become a game of where even someone such as myself would say, like, they have an opportunity in front of them that they, like you said, they haven't had. And and that's, like, that's the cool part of it. Yeah. And that it's against your old, old rival and that it's at home. And, like, here's the thing, too, about Oklahoma. Like, what the hell is Oklahoma football in 2022 with Brent Venables and a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator? Like, they're the team that would have – a lot of the questions and, and you would you would definitely think like memorial stadium gonna have a nice old school atmosphere an 11 a.m kick stupid 11 a.m kick early, yeah stupid. you know you get the early fall weather so like maybe that is helping out too but yeah it is it's not this they have turned the corner it is have they but, turned the corner that's 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 how the angle I think yeah I, 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 like imagine your show that week though that's just oh, a week it'd be, it's, it'd be a lot of fun. it's a week because we're not talking about the crap we talked about today okay but oh, we no, no. but we are if Nebraska loses to Northwestern, okay? Mm-hmm. We're we're not talking about the job. We're not talking about I- any of that. Um, you know the 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 prob the, the problems from last year. It is going to free up some time to like actually <laughs> enjoy a big football game that there's at least the potential of winning. That is why this Northwestern game. I know I heard I heard Chattel on on their podcast and he was saying I don't think that Northwestern game is that big. I think the Oklahoma one is is the big one. But I just I, I I just think if you lose that Northwestern game, I already have a feeling and you alluded to it too. Things are going to get so toxic so fast that that is going to be bad for everybody. 
Yeah, uh, somebody somebody that I, I was talking to the other day, pretty plugged in, was like, "Don't bet on Nebraska minus eleven and a half." So, you know, when I, I you know, so I, I, I wonder what the mindset's going to be like. You know, four weeks from today, I mean, four weeks from today, Jack will be like an hour and ten minutes out. Hey, just to bet on them to cover doesn't mean they're going to lose. It, may, it means they can win, but do, not I can't cover, do it Jack. again, Josh. I can't do uh, it again. I oh, can't awesome. freaking do it again. Well, you wanted this. This is what you wanted. You a wanted season to start? You wanted Scott Frost in year five. You asked for this. I didn't ask for this. You wanted this. Oh, the coffee's gone. I know. I want more. I know. Me too. Well, that's. we're going to have to get bigger ones. I'm going to have to bring my coffee pot in here. All right. I got I got eight minutes before I have to go. Anybody have anything else you want us to, to hit on here at this point? God, that'd be great. Uh, Pope said maybe college game day comes. I don't know. Could although it was said. Yeah. So. Uh, by the way, Big Ten Network is so, Big Ten Network is bringing their tailgate show to Lincoln for their first episode for the uh, the first what? home. Yeah, for the first home game of the year. Cool. Well, I mean, what are your choices? I mean, it's not like you've got a slate of huge matchups. By the way, uh, I'm looking at, at week three, week three college football, trying to figure out the big game. Now, it is on Fox, so it's it's always a little dicey if ESPN would do game day from a locale where where they're not broadcasting the game. But their ABC game is pretty bad. It's uh, UConn at Michigan. Georgia, <laughs> South Carolina is the 11 a.m. game. Oh, yeah, uh, that's... Let's, oh, never mind. Penn State at Auburn is 2.30 on CBS. I bet that's where they go. Yeah, or that, or that, or that eleven a.m. game, or that yes, that that eleven a.m. game. Georgia, South Carolina, Washington is the night game. That's pretty bad. No, I bet they're Georgia, South Carolina is Spencer Rattler too. Uh, Yeah, I bet they're Penn State, Auburn. That that would be my guess. Though who knows? Maybe they make their. They haven't been to Lincoln since two thousand and what? That's true. Oh, nineteen at Ohio State. Did the did they does Fox bring the big noon Saturday? uh, uh, Yes, I believe they're doing like a two hour show that day. All right. So we'll, that, that'll be our competition when the football season arrives. We're coming for you, ESPN. I hope my mute button worked there. I was sneezing on the sneeze. Yeah, 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 it did. Did it? it? Did. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Brian says, unless uh, Frost is interviewed live on game day and declines to make any sort of comment, ratings bonanza. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to pass. Uh... I'm just going to pass on this interview. <laughs> <laughs> PR. Guys, PR. Uh... PR, yeah, just a little, just a little PR. I'm, I'm, uh, um, okay. So practice is going now. Do is football practice season is started? St- practice has started. NFL camps are all open. Okay. Yep. We got a, we got prime t- or prime time. Yeah. I mean, it is in prime time. We got our first preseason game this week. I had people poo-pooing. Week. I put, I, I pointed out on Twitter that this last week, we are now in uh, a week where we will have football, NFL, or college on TV every week until, until February. February. Until February. Oh. And then I had Think always... about it. When we return... Oh, sorry. You can keep going. But when oh. we return, yeah, when like, there's no more football... Days are getting longer again, and it's almost time for daylight saving. So, like, think about that. Enjoy the football, and then it's like, hey, let's look forward to the, the clock changing. Yeah. Um, and people are poo-pooing my pre... Whatever. I'll take preseason Jerks. football. There is no doubt on Thursday night, I'm going to be on vacation. There's no doubt if I'm by a TV, I am just going to enjoy... I don't care if I don't know who's playing. I don't care. If, uh, I am going to... The visual. Hey, it's great background, man. I will let background the, noise. I'm going to let that visual and the sound wash over my body and restore it. From within. Heck yeah. Yeah. And put that, so put that football game in a loofah and rub it all over your body. That's exactly right. That's exactly That's what I'll right. Be doing. All right. Yeah. That all we got? Anything else we meant? We, I mean, I knew we were going to do a bunch of days. Subscribe. Subscribe. 
Uh, in a couple of ways, if you want to just hear the podcast, we're going to put, you're going to get the best, most up-to-date content. If you, uh, if you're a club member, uh, or a VIP, either $3 a month or $5 a month, depending on which kind of things you want to be able to do. And I, I'm going to tell you what, we haven't done a ton of this in the summer cause it's been a weird schedule, but we are going to, I think, jump on a whole lot more frequently too, just during the week. And it might be just me, might be just Josh. Maybe it's me and some of you. Um, when we just either something's going on, or we want to talk, we want to watch some games together. Um, and then in the fall, we're going to shift to our Monday night shows during Monday night football. That's going to be a blast. Um, and what else should I mention, Josh? Anything else? We're going to be free for everyone for everything up until game day. Our first Saturday morning yep. coffee on game day, which will be lit as you know what it will be four so out, lit. Four weeks from right now. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be five coffees in. I'm going to be shaking. I'm going to be a nutcase. You're going to get to see me. You're going to live through game day with with me and Josh. It's it, yeah. It, uh, depending on if I'm on overreaction or not, I might have a even. I might pop a beer open that morning too. Just and then, know, have a little bush light action. Get ready for the game. And, ho- and 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 I think even if you're on overreaction, if you don't have things you need uh, to maybe do, maybe I'll do it anyway. We'll do well. We'll do, but we'll do late night that. Uh, I, well, we, well, there won't be any games on that Saturday night, but we still will probably there, do it after the game. That, well, I mean, there is Vandy Hawaii at nine thirty. Hell yes! It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty light week overall, but there are like a dozen games. On I'm that, most that excited about those weekend. Saturday night shows. Oh my gosh! Oh, and those will be free for alls, by the way. I want to open up. Those will be for Patreons, but I want to open everybody up uh, if they want to talk and pop on their video and have some drinks and and uh, that should be oh, a lot yeah. of fun. All right. Yep. That's it. Have a good. Uh, re- we'll be back here tomorrow. <laughs> We we'll back here tomorrow, just over 24 hours. It looks like maybe K State 95, but we got a couple hours left in the voting for another Be yep. Kind Husker Rewind. If you have a, sh- a game that you want us to do on there, message it. We're just putting up for polls, and you know it's not like we have a. I just made them up yesterday. So if you have one that you really want to do, try not to make it a two and a half hour video. That's the only thing. If there's a shorter video, it's probably a better better fit for the show. Indeed. All right, that's it. Hey, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us in the I-80 Club. Uh, questions, uh, you can go to the Patreon, just search I-80 Club, and you can ask us questions there. You can message us on Twitter, uh, and uh, then just search for I-80 Club on Patreon if you do want to sign up and get some of that premium stuff that we're going to get going with during the year. Uh, I'm going to stop recording now. Bye, podcast.